We're back with the second part of a conversation we're having with Shannon Lang, the Lincoln Park Main Street Programming Director in Duluth, Minnesota. In part one, Shannon took us through her efforts to revitalize her downtown and shared so much valuable insight. So make sure you go back and take a listen. But please keep on listening today because we're going to talk with Shannon about the common everyday issues that her businesses need help with. <laughs> I could just You're laughing. Right now, uh, yeah, well, right now I'm, I'm thinking about all of the directors that are listening right now, which I hope there are a few at least. Yes, I have. Um, that that uh, they are all thinking to themselves, parking, because parking, of course, is always a thing. I know that is in our town. And it cracks me up because, I, and I don't mean to belittle the concerns of, of our business owners, please don't misread that. But uh, especially during, of course, during the pandemic, our folks were restricted to how many people could be inside. So a great many of our businesses, particularly our cideries, our breweries, our restaurants, you know, moved out into their parking lots and really have got that patio thing going on. Yes, even during the winter, people, Mm -hmm. um, we know how to dress for that. And a couple of them are doubling down, even now that things are opening up, they're doubling down and they're making their patios bigger, larger. Um, One of them is going to a two-story patio. So there go the parking spots, right? Right. And some of them are the are the very people who are complaining about needing more parking. Uh, and I just yeah. I have to I and and really in the end we are a destination and people find a place to park. Having a parking problem is a good thing. Mm-hmm. It means there's something going on in your district, and you can give people direction and you can encourage them to take Uber, Lyft, uh, public transportation, riding their bikes, scooters, what have you, to your district. Uh, people will find a way. If you've got a product that they want, they will find a way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And speaking of the restaurants and parking, one of the things I really wanted to uh, hear about is your solution to bringing in food trucks to your community and not, for lack of a better word, pissing off restaurant owners because there's pros and cons to it. Your tried and true loyal businesses that have been there forever could potentially feel encroached upon by the transient nature of food trucks. Tell me how you've uh, is that still going well for you? <laughs> and if not, we can cut that conversation short, but I assume it is. And maybe you could tell us how you've solved that dilemma. Well, at the onset, it actually wasn't much of an issue because kind of when things were really starting to get rolling, we really only had three restaurants and one of them was a breakfast only place. So we didn't really have a whole lot of selection for restaurants to begin with. So that's Step one, I'll be honest, that wasn't a big hurdle. Secondly, the laws in Minnesota regarding tap rooms make it difficult for a tap room to have their own kitchen and service, like extra hard. So the tap rooms really needed to have some additional food options, and food trucks were one of them. Yeah. They also, of course, had menus from from the restaurants that were in the neighborhood that people could order in food and the restaurants would deliver to the tap rooms. But the food trucks really kind of need, were needed to supplement that. So from a initial standpoint of accepting, allowing, what have you, food trucks into the neighborhood, it really wasn't a big hurdle and it really didn't get too many noses out of shape because everybody understood that, you know, the people who were at the tap rooms in particular needed to have some selection, needed food in their stomachs, or we'd have a bunch of 
folks driving around <laughs> that maybe shouldn't be, yes. right? They so, needed something um, to soak it up. Yeah, I understand. Right, right. So then taking that the next step would be that then, of course, once that started happening, you know, our businesses, including the restaurants, saw the value in it because it's like gold, right? A food truck brings foot traffic mm-hmm. to your neighborhood yep. and it gets people standing around, walking around, looking around. Yeah, it's like parked and next to a boutique or a, a salon or what have you. Those people might not have gone to that destination to order from the food truck, but while you're waiting, you can peer in the window of a store and then wander in after. That's how I picture it. Exactly that. And also because uh, the food trucks have their own followings, people will come to the food truck, right? So, you know, if I know that uh, you know, Oasis Del Norte is is got the they're they're gonna have their food truck down mm-hmm. in front of Wild State, I might, you know, I, I love their I love their food. So, you know, I'm gonna go to them. Mm-hmm. And then that brings me again to the neighborhood that I might not normally go to. And then I start looking around and say, hey, there's something happening here. So then when the weekend rolls around, I'm saying to myself, hey, I'm going to go down to Lincoln Park and see what, what that's all about. I didn't, I may not have had time at lunch the other day, yeah. but I'm going to go check it out now because something's going on there. Um, so this is gold. You know, you, you pay people. It seems very symbiotic, you know. It is. Everyone's presence helping each other's. Right. And the other thing is that you have these food trucks where some of them are hoping someday to have a brick and mortar restaurant. Mm-hmm. And um, wouldn't it be great? I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah. You get talking to these folks and saying, hey, you know, gosh, you know, I'm looking for a space for my restaurant. And that's a perfect opportunity for me to step yeah. in and say, hey, I know where you could have a restaurant. And uh, and that's and then you start to build that um, that brick and mortar as well mm-hmm. with built in audience that is going to come because they already know the food truck. So all of these things are A pluses for the district and I can't stress enough that it's a good thing, right? Mm -hmm. For your district to get people walking around because when you're spending money on advertising, what are you spending that money to get people to do? Come and walk around and walk into your store. This is essentially free foot traffic advertising Mm -hmm. that somebody else is paying for. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, it's a good story to hear, and I like your approach. I like your reasoning, and I'm glad that it's working for your district, and thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. I'm sure listeners have found this discussion very insightful. I actually had one other thing to say. I know that you want to wrap this up, but again, I'm going to talk about the meeting this morning. Good. There's another neighborhood in our town that has its own business organization, business association, and they will not allow food trucks in their neighborhood because of the reasons that you mentioned before that, you know, restaurateurs are going to, you know, be upset because of this, that, and the other thing. And that conversation actually came up this morning at the meeting and all of our business owners, including two of the restaurateurs themselves, shaking their heads going, oh, they don't know what they're missing. Interesting. So they're believers now. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, good job on that, Shannon. One other thing that I know is that you have a lot of support from your community. And I wanted to give you a chance to just say something about that. I know that you have cheerleaders out there. And maybe you wanted to mention some. Oh, we, oh, gosh, that list is so long. 
a big fat fat thank you to all of the Lincoln Park businesses that support each other that support our neighborhood that support Main Street Lincoln Park and our efforts my heart is full in terms of of our businesses and how they step up time and time again not just for us but for each other and to keep things moving forward it's awe inspiring you know, when it, when you look at a business who's who may be struggling or, you know, they're trying to make it happen every day for themselves and don't even hesitate when their next door neighbor needs something and say, you know, you need help, you know, shoveling snow. I'm going to help you shovel. I'm, you know, do you need your crawlers broken? We've got a crawler. You can use it. That's wonderful. That's what it takes. Right. And I'm sure that's so gratifying for you to see when you look back over the last seven ish years on, on what you've built. And to your credit, you're doing things right. It sounds like. And I know I'm not alone in recognizing your efforts. As I mentioned earlier, Lincoln Park was recognized for your COVID relief efforts by the amazing Main Street America organization. And we're going to cover that winning strategy in part three of our conversation with Shannon Lang. So be sure to tune in. Until then, all good things to Lincoln Park. Oh, thank you very much. I, I hope hope to see a lot of folks win that award because we've got a lot out there to win. Yep. Okay. Thank you, Shannon. It was a pleasure. Thanks so much. And in the meantime, you won't want to miss a beat. So be sure to catch every episode of the Main Street Beat by subscribing anywhere podcasts are available or get new episode alerts directly to your inbox. Just head to MainStreetNation.com to sign up. And be sure to check out all of our resources on how to drum up more business on your Main Street.